something about this is really hurtful. It's really hardened sometimes, and that's just all right, because that's what trauma is. You need to accept it. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me. And even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018... To 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 265 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Martin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, United World College, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people, and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Yaroslava Niledva. Yara is a student of veterinary medicine at the Agrarian University in Odessa and works in the veterinary hospital. 
Yara is also an artist who draws to order and a freelance model. Yara, how are you today? Hi, uh, I'm okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity for me to participate in such project. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm really happy, glad and honored to have you here. And I want to express and explore and discover more about your personality. So if you were to describe yourself as a person, what would you say about yourself? Um, I can say that I have so much things going on inside because I can tell you so many things and stories because I have some I had some problems behind my in in my past and that's cuz I think I am really interesting person. You can uh talk to me in hours and I always will find what to say. So thank you and actually yes, I agree that people who had problems in their past become much more interesting and build character compared to people who maybe had good luck for a while and don't understand what it is to be challenged deeply. So let's begin with this. Emotionally, are you a highly emotional kind of person? And I don't mean drama queen, but maybe <laughs> you are, I don't know, <laughs> or a, a highly logical. Um, I'm really highly logical person, I think. I have a PTSD, and that's why I can say that I am really drama queen or something. <laughs> but I can be really emotional sometimes, but I do not um, tell about this kind of things to other people. Like when I feel bad or something, I like to sit down, uh, watch something, drink tea, and just chill out because... It's it's really interesting topic like uh, mental health. You know, I, I'm really glad that people now uh, talk about this so much. It's it's really amazing because uh, I remember times when living with even with depression uh, was like people were like, "Oh my god, why, why are you saying this? Every, everyone has a depression in my time." But it's it's not like that, and I'm I'm really glad that people now understand this problem. I agree with you. And let's explore the nature of PTSD even more in a way that can communicate it and explain it to the listener. How is it to have the challenge of PTSD in your life? How is that life? What problems does it raise that people maybe are not aware of? Um, you know, uh, I have uh, notice that people ask me these questions so much that I always know what, know what to answer. So, you know, living with PTSD is really difficult. Um, and many people ask me these questions, but I don't really know. I'm just used to it. I'm At first, you ask yourself questions like, uh, what is wrong with me? What's happening? It's It's really scary at first time. But over the time, you still try to accept it because it's uh, uncurable and you have to just accept it. 
you can have flashbacks and all of this stuff that people like, oh, I have a flashback. <laughs> but that's that's not that easy. You can just walk down the street and watch, uh, I don't know, listen to some music or something. And it can bring you to the past that caused to you this traumatic experience. And that's like what it is living with PTSD. Also, you have uh, some problems with anxiety and uh, panic attacks, but that's that's not always the same thing. Thank you. And I won't summarize that because otherwise it's not good for your mental health to be reminded of it. But do you express some of that frustration or pain or energy in your art yes of course of course you know i um i can say that it seems to me that i have been drawing for about eight years now and for six of them i have been drawing digital works and it's pretty hard uh to say exact dates so because uh, there were times when i didn't draw for months but yeah i think that creativity is kind of pain reliever as something that can help distract me for at least a couple of hours. And I really respect people who put their soul into creativity. It's always really amazing and touching works that inspire to make more and not only people who uh, do art too. It's for all of us. You you can like not draw, not do music or something. You just will be really inspired to do, like, I don't know, to make breakfast, to go down the street, to listen to music. It's always like that. Tell me more about the process of inspiration that happens to you and that maybe inspires many of your art pieces. Mm, I like the old drawings like Michelangelo and all of this. Uh, that's not what you will see in my works, I think. But sometimes I draw when I feel anxiety and it really helps me, not only with anxiety, but with uh, ideas. Sometimes I don't have the exact idea and uh, in that moment I just put my feelings into it because uh, drawing is generally quite difficult, <laughs> but it's more like morally hard and i think for me especially art is really like pain reliever i also do music and and i write poetry and all of this stuff but drawing is everything for me so when you draw do you seem to have some features that you express again and again like a specific pose or a, a specific facial expression or a glow in the eyes or sadness or color or black and white or <laughs> some theme that tends to really express your soul more than any other? I think it's more the expression on the face. Um, people used to tell me that all of my works, almost everyone, <laughs> had uh, this kind of sadness. But for me, it's not like sadness because sadness is not only the face, the expression. It's 
everything in the whole piece. And sometimes I can put not only sadness or something, I can put even more things into this piece. Um, I think it's really hard question because everyone will see what they want to see. And for me, it will be happiness. For someone, it will be sadness. So I think it's really hard to answer correctly. Thank you. So if I heard you in the right way, the way that people seem to react or say about your pieces is that the facial expression is sad. But to you, sadness is not in the facial expression and you can put many more emotions and details than sadness in it. But each person will see whatever reflects on their own vision of art. Is this correct? Yeah, but that's not only depends on what they feel inside of them. Like people can see just, um, they can just look at the picture and not try to understand what does it mean? What does the whole picture mean? So I think that's problem also in this, that people don't try to understand the art. Thank you. People, some people don't try to understand the art, but to take the superficial rather than going deeper into it. Is this right? Yeah. You pay attention to people's facial expressions everywhere you go. Mm, not that much, I think. But uh, sometimes when I sit alone at home and I watch some movies or something, I can just uh, draw, like stop somewhere and draw the moment and the facial expression. And it helps a lot. Thank you. Do you feel that maybe it was more of a gift that you had your life experience in order to have your own unique, creative, unusual, out-of-the-box take on things? Or do you sometimes wish it was totally different and that you were just a normal person, quote-unquote, you know? Um, it's so hard to answer this question because you know um i don't i can't say that i really enjoy my life every day and i think nobody can but the thing that i realized over the time that i spent with my mental health problems and all of this i realized that i accept it and i really glad that i had what i had even if I had so many problems. It's, you know, how you live your life as a sentient being is perhaps more relevant than what purpose does, does life itself serve. Because you don't really, um, you don't really need to sit here and say, I'm so glad that I had these problems best. You just need to accept it. And it's even more important, I think, than just think about how good it was to have problems. So I think it's, yeah. <laughs> I like what you're saying. So it's the way you live your life and the purpose you create for yourself is much more important 
than being a victim or either way, either a positive victim being glad for good luck or a negative victim being sad for bad situations. Is this correct? Everyone is a victim. Everyone is a victim every day. We have problems every day. And it just depends on how you see yourself. If you see yourself as a victim like every day, you will be a victim. I really believe that in world we have like two places. The one who does some, who um, feels like a victim and the one who will make you feel like a victim and you need to choose who you are every day. Thank you. But did I understand you correctly? It's either we make ourselves feel like a victim or someone else will try to make us feel like a victim. Is this what you said? Yeah, that's just how I see it. And I don't think that uh, it sounds like normal, but uh, for me, it's it's like this. I think um, this that's just the meaning of life. You need to choose to be a victim or to be the one who will make someone feel like that. Thank you. That's with people. Tell me about your relationship with animals. Um, I really love them because <laughs> I I work in at the vet hospital, but sometimes it's quite difficult when it comes to the work. Tell me more about them. Do you sometimes or often prefer animals to humans? How is how do you view them? Are they to you like pure spirits? Are they to you a relaxing source? What is it? It's really relaxing to work with animals, but sometimes it's really stressing because morally it's really hard work. And you know, but when you really brief it and when you get sucked in, you really can't stop like helping. And I really love animals. I love to work with them. Sometimes, of course, you will uh, be in that situation with that really <laughs> scary dog that will bark at you every time when you walk in. But still, I think it's it's just the reason why we love them they're unpredictable and predictable too <laughs> for me actually isn't life that way both unpredictable and predictable in the sense that change is always going to happen not always positive change but we don't know exactly what will happen of course we're not if we can um, understand what will be tomorrow it's not really interesting you know can you have deep relationships with and friendships with people or do you always feel there will be something they cannot understand about you i don't think about it if people don't really can can't really understand uh, me and what i do i don't think about it. Just, I think it's okay. We cannot understand uh, someone, like really understand. You will just see something that you want to see, of course, again. But the real things you will not see 
until the end. So I think it's normal. <laughs> Thank you. And returning to veterinary medicine, how was the decision or the story of you choosing this field and maybe not like art school or studying to become an art critic or something like that? I never wanted to like draw. No, no, no. Actually, I wanted to go and be like illustrator or someone like that, but I felt like I don't really need a degree for that because I was drawing for the order for a very long time, but I just choose that I need a degree uh, that will help me even if I would not be able to draw. So that was my decision. And also I think that uh, drawing is really cool and you can make money out of this, but you still need a degree that will help you in any way. What do you do when you have a drawing to order, but you don't feel the inspiration? Oh, <laughs> it's really hard question. Like, because it's it, it happens sometimes, you know. And in that moment, I just sit and try to ask the person who ordered it, like, "What do you want to see? What kind of character is it?" If I see some parallel lines in this character with some character that I know, I try to visualize the art and also the music really helps. Thank you. Tell me, how do you experience music, you as an artist? Do you see it like colors and shapes and facial expressions or energy in your body or some like situations that you imagine as you hear the song or the melody how do you experience it inside i see the situations i always wanted to make a video clip or something that will be drawn and that's just really interesting experience sometimes i listen to music and i see really see some colors blowing out sometimes i see um something like notes i don't know how to say it correctly but i just see the lyrics that write it down in some kind of notebook sometimes i see it like a video or something like this like a trailer or something that's very interesting and since you write poetry how does a poem begin forming in your mind? Is it some words come to you? Do you see it like a trailer or a similar way that you experience music? Or you see it in some imaginary notebook and you copy it down? Or how is the process of you inside creating a new poem? I write poems like not that much, but... Um... I think what really helps me is, again, my anxiety and all of this. When I feel 
really anxious and bad or sad or something. I just have some quotes in my head that I need to write down and make something out of them. And after that, I will think about, I will make art out of it, like the drawing or something, or I will make a poetry, or maybe I will make a music, because sometimes I am struggling with all of this, but it, 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 it really helps me. And poetry is something that I, I was doing for so long, like I cannot even remember how, how long I, I do this, like for 14 years. <laughs> And I really like that I didn't stop. Even if I had some problems, people was telling me that, like, why, why are you doing this? This too much time, you know? But I, I like it. And that's what I didn't stop. Thank you. Then, if I understood correctly, art, all kinds of it is a way to cope with anxiety and some slips in mental health. Is this right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, what would you recommend to maybe some people who say they are depressed or feeling stuck because of the pandemic, you know? At first, uh, I think it's really important to go to the doctor to the psychiatrist or something because you cannot solve some problems on your own and that's the common problem but i can say that just don't don't uh, think about it that much you can think that the world is you know falling apart and all of this but Everything will be okay in one day, even if it's bad for many years. Or you can, um, you can think that all of your life it has to be that bad, but it will be okay in one day. So just think about it, and everything will—I don't know how to say it correctly. I just wanted—I I just uh, so emotional about this topic. So yeah. <laughs> that everything's gonna be all right maybe it will maybe not it doesn't matter because everything depends on the person and yes. and you need to not only sit here and think that everything will be okay but do something and it's really painful to think about it sometimes because you can feel like you cannot do anything with this feeling but sometimes you just need to do because nobody will it sounds to me like act which is acceptance and commitment therapy where instead of trying to change your emotions or mood or how you feel you simply understand your values and you act towards them no matter how you feel is this really what you do yeah because you don't need to hide your feelings. You don't need to hide your emotions. You need to um, understand them. Because if you will not understand them, who will? If you will hide your emotions, it will be really hard to understand yourself. 
Do you feel you understand yourself? Mm, yeah, in some kind of way, but not on the one hundred percent. No, no, no. I I have some things that even I cannot understand correctly, and I think everyone has. Don't you feel that life would be very boring if you understood yourself one hundred percent? Maybe it will. We maybe not. We will never know because we will never understand ourselves on one hundred percent. There's always amount of percent that you will never, never understand. Never, never, and nobody will because everyone has these kind of things that um, that's like I don't know like a mystery like a puzzle and one part of it you will never know thank you is there some character from a book or a drawing you made or a movie or something that you feel a part of you is similar to that character yeah I have some of them but <laughs> oh my god i feel really attacked by this question cuz there's so many characters that i really feel like n- not loving them or something you know just i i watch a movie or something and when i see this character i be like yeah i i i totally understand you even if this character does something bad i just sit here and try to understand why he does this and i be like oh well that's that that's totally understandable all right and i created some stories on my own and um i have some characters of mine my original characters that i'm really I really love them because it um, helps me express myself too. I like that. And you say you're attacked by it. So is it like a little bit of a secret? (laughs) Those characters, do they tend to be people who have some kind of trauma or anything like that? Yes, they have traumas. (laughs) And, you know, one of my favorite characters had really big trauma that um, helped him to cure himself. It's not like he um, had some kind of situation that really traumatized him. And after that, he was like, well, that was a really hard thing. But after that, I accept it and everything will be okay. No, it, it was a really long story, but... Uh, I really enjoy how characters in the movies, uh, how they are try to express their emotions, because it can be like mm, too much, not like in it will be in life. And that's what I really enjoy. What do you believe is the nature of drama? I know it's, uh, I mean, of trauma. I said trauma, <laughs> that's really funny. But trauma, do you, what do you feel happens 
that creates trauma and what is trauma like some people depending you can go to psychiatrists or you go to those new age uh, people who say actually trauma is a negative energy and it needs to create more negative energy to grow in the world and therefore it will just circle and look uh, to either hurt people and make them victims like you said in order to grow and double or at least find people who are similar and therefore it feels not alone and that good energy is also the opposite and it's trying to grow and there is like a fight between them for balance or it's simply that there is a human something happened that is too strong for them and therefore they feel violated in a way that they cannot trust reality and therefore they need to work in it in a way that makes them feel safe but it's not a way that corresponds to reality which ends up being the different thing and that is trauma what do you think what are your thoughts about it um you know fighting uh is a really good word for this it's really philosophical question i think um because the trauma is not something that i can express or just tell what it is for me for me it's something that happened to you and you just cannot accept it and you cannot do any like anything with these memories because trauma is memory it's it doesn't happen like it, it it's not happening right now it happened in in the past and for me the trauma is really fighting before like in some kind of way that you are fighting with yourself with yourself in the past and sometimes people say that you cannot win because the trauma is something that causes more trauma <laughs> can cause more trauma and th- this is this is what it is and I had the trauma that made more trauma. <laughs> that sounds so so funny to me. Sorry, and I really think that um, trauma is a fighting, a real fighting. But you will win every day if you will be alive. Thank you. Well, some other people say in the end we all die. So (laughs) it doesn't matter what we do in between. What we do is what makes us feel most happy or what we want in our heart because people who are afraid to fail, well, we all die at the end. So the only risk in life is trying to stay safe because there is no safety really. What do you think about this? There is really no safety. Um... Every day is um, a fighting. And, you know, people who struggle with anxiety and all of this will say that um, every day uh, you think about, like, what happens when I die? But nothing really happens. You, No one knows. And it doesn't really matter. I don't really like this kind of thoughts that um, 
we will die anyway, so I need to do everything that I want because that's true, yeah, but in some kind of way, in some way, I think that you just need to live not only how you want to live but also how it will help you because hell i don't know how to say it uh, no, nothing that will help you is equals something that will make you happier or something like this what do you believe about life in the way that do you believe in destiny do you believe in fate or that it doesn't exist it's all random it's all random i believe in humanity <laughs> i believe that people create everything ar around them uh, i can't say that we have even karma or something like this cuz everything that happens it's yeah it's on balance but sometimes how i see sometimes there's no balance <laughs> at all if we are responsible for everything then won't people who have trauma feel it's their fault yeah people with traumas they really think that everything is their fault but mm, i want to say that i talk about the people with traumas that um didn't really tried to cure themselves is it possible to cure trauma mm, not cure i think i but so in some kind of way yeah you just can mm, live with this you can understand that it happened and why it happened i'm not a uh, psychologist or something but i also try to understand what happened why does it happened um something about this is really hurtful it's really hardening sometimes and that's just all right because that's what trauma is you need to accept it not i i mean not you don't need to sit here and uh think about it every day just just accept it in addition to this imagine you could give advice to humanity in the world that you learned about life and you believe they should understand what would be that piece of advice or deep lesson mm, the past your past is your god and you need to understand it um i think that the common problem that people have that you are don't try to understand your past and that creates the problems now and problems in future so I just want people to really understand themselves, understand maybe other people in that. No, if you understand yourself, you will understand other people in some case. And also, I think people need to believe in the past, in their past, because past is really helpful sometimes. Thank you. Understanding 
the past, but some people argue and say it's all random. There is nothing to understand about the past. Every moment you can decide to become someone else and the idea that you are you is an illusion. So you can just let go, forgive, forget, and start a new page as any person you wish to be. Do you agree with this or what are your thoughts? Mm, I think that yes, but still you cannot create yourself like a new person. It's not possible because it's not only um, what inside, what in your head. We were born like this. It's not only in your head. It's your whole body. It's physical even. And you cannot. You, you can change your hair. You can change your voice. You can change the way you talk. But you never change the way you think. At least if you had the trauma or something like this, it, it can't change you. But still, in not that way. If trauma happens and it changes people in a way that makes life more difficult, and some people might call it negative, is it possible for something to happen as quickly and to change people somewhere in a positive way and their personality totally? Because why is the negative so easy, but the positive so hard? It's not hard, I think. It's just something that we see every day we every day see something positive also we see something negative but um if you will see i don't know we'll see the dog that will just that will came to you and you will be oh you're you're so you're so cute and all of this it, it, that's one situation. But if you will see the dead dog on the street, that will be another situation. I think that's just how life is. Thank you. And why do you choose to live in Odessa while you could live anywhere else in the world? What keeps you there or what fascinates you about that city? It's really strange answer but my past i think i had so many stories here going on um so many drama um so many cool things that i like to remember and i think that that's the that's the answer i just love odessa the way it is in my heart the way how i see it the way how it created my myself what are your future dreams or do you want to maintain the way you are as long as possible i don't really know how to answer on this question because i have dreams but i won't tell you but still i really like the way everything is right now but still i I want more how everyone does and I just want to be the better version of myself. Thank you. Honestly, it was such a great conversation for you even more. 
Is social media good for you or does it mess with your mental health? Um, it mess with my mental health sometimes, but I don't try to see it in the Instagram every minute. I, I like to read books on my telephone or something. But yeah, I, I think that um, it helps because you can find new friends. But for me, um, I can live without it. <laughs> Thank you, Yara. It was a privilege, an honor, and a great time. And if people want to follow you on social media, what's the best one to go to as well as can you speak about your art? If people want to order or to check it out, how is the process? What to do? If you really like my art, you can just follow me and watch me upload it every time. If you like to order, I um, I don't really make orders right now. But if you want, you can just write me in the direct and I will answer to you. But I think uh, the first place for me is just to make people happy watch my art and to make them feel emotions, feelings when they look at my pieces. Thank you, Yara. It was such a great episode and I... Wish you a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was an, an honor.